Welcome in everyone to episode 62 of the Bowcats podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedy Chief 2. Hey, Caleb, I'm here with the world's caster, Caleb Payne. Dude, I'm so <laughs> freaking excited for this weekend. How are you feeling? Good, good. Yeah, I'm with the world's caster, Speediest Chief as well, too. Also known as Will Dumphy, uh, the full name. Um, I feel good. It's So for those listening, we are recording this on August 12th, which is a Friday before the week you're hearing this. Uh, that's mainly because we, myself and Speedy, will be in London at the time you're hearing this and we don't really know what our schedule is going to be looking like for recording purposes. It would have been cool to record in person, but I think maybe it's, this is the safer route. and you know, I'll be making a vlog and filming some content anyway. So you all won't miss out on any of the live uh, London stuff, but no, we just want to get an episode recorded ahead of time. So you also get your weekly episode. So if we are talking like we're in the past, it's because we are in the past. <laughs> that being said, um, yeah, I'm still I'm still kind of like uh, reeling from maybe reeling is not the best word, but still on that high of our episode with King too. It was a really good guest podcast in my opinion. Yeah, it was so amazing to talk with King. I know a lot of people on Twitter were saying it was very nostalgic to kind of listen to his journey through PvP. And there were some really shocking uh, revelations that he made as well. I mean, the the clip that you posted on Twitter was so good where he said, basically, if he wins Worlds or not, regardless of the outcome, this is his final competitive tournament. That really shocked me. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to say that. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh I'm I'm not knowing King, like I didn't know that was coming, but when he said it, I was not surprised as well. He he's always been more of the mindset of I want to help with the organization of these tournaments, I want to help it grow as an esports, but I personally don't care as much for competition on my end. But he's just such a good battler that you know he's still winning whenever he tries to. And um so it's it's definitely impressive. I mean Honestly, like I, I don't. There's a lot of people that I'm friends with that are going to world, so I have a lot of people that I'd be rooting for. But if King won it all, like I think most of us, or if not all of us, would be happy to see that as his last competitive tournament. I think it's kind of like the fairy tale ending to a great uh, story for his competitive career. Um, and obviously, he'll still be a part of, you know, PP for many years to come after that. But yeah, I don't know. Either way, it'll be good. Um, it, it is a. It is definitely a more unique mentality to have as a competitor, but that just mm -hmm. kind of shows uh, how special King is as a person. Mm -hmm. And like he said in the podcast as well, uh, even though he recognizes other people probably want the championship more, uh, he admitted, he said, I'll never concede a match. I'll never just throw a game. I'll never just give you a game. If you're going to beat him, you're going to beat him at his best. And I think that's a really good sentiment as well. And it helps the other world's competitors feel confident because you don't ever want to go into a matchup and just say, you know, oh, my opponent just phoned it in. They didn't really expect to win. And I just kind of stole a match. I don't deserve to be the champion because they wanted their best. Now, if King and Cindy get paired, I can't comment on that and how that dynamic will go. <laughs> but hopefully that doesn't happen, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I think for content purposes, it could be interesting. I don't know how the two of them would feel about it. Um, you know, if it's in the grand finals, like that's kind of like the best of best <laughs> of both worlds for them, at least, you know, both making it to the top two as a couple. But um, we'll see. I'm sure there's lots of other 
potential endings to that story. But um, yeah, it should it should be it should be interesting. I believe the two of them also officially got married today, uh, based on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, their actual weddings in October, but um, I think they got officially married. And if so, big congrats to um, our friends King and Cindy as well, uh, doing a big thing before many other big things. Um, so yeah, they had some type of celebration today. Um, I think it might have been the official, like you know how people get married in the courthouse, um, but mm-hmm. they don't they don't actually have the actual ceremony until later. So they had some type of th- celebration today. But either way, um, wishing them the best both at Worlds and uh, in all future life endeavors. That being yeah. said, we got a lot of events coming up. Um, Obstinate Community Day has already occurred for you all, myself and Speedy different story because uh we haven't we haven't experienced it yet because <laughs> it's happening for us tomorrow but um should we should we do a little friendly competition again dude i thought we already agreed to one i thought we already agreed i'm gonna beat you in oh. terms of number of catches from 11 to 2 right come on oh uh, i mean look you, you keep saying this i'm still if we're if the record is correct here i think it's two to zero at the moment for me um should we should we do yeah should we do catches or should we do total stardust gain stardust game might be an interesting one too right switch it up Stardust gains interesting. I, I think if you have uh, you know some other ways to gain dust, right? You turn on that star piece and you can claim some old research or you can hatch some mm-hmm. eggs. I think that could be fun too. I mean, yeah, we could try that. Sounds like you might have some old research to claim is is what I'm hearing based off of these pretenses here. Yeah, dude. There's actually uh, one of the – I think it's the most cringe thing that I do because I know a lot of people are very completionist-oriented in Pokemon Go. They like to complete all the research and just – you know, cross things off their list, but I have a ton of stored uh, special research tasks that reward like Pokeballs or Stardust or whatever. Because I just I remember those community days where I ran out of Pokeballs because there weren't a lot of stops in the area and I was just catching constantly. And I never want that feeling again. So I've got a lot of these these research tasks that are just not finished. I know for a completionist like our friend Clash and Cliff, he might look at that and just you know cringe you know he might feel like his stomach falls out of his uh, out of his body because he's like oh my god please just claim this and get it over with <laughs> you know i'm i'm actually just like you in many ways i have a lot of pokemon in my pokedex that are not even registered even though i have like tons of candies to evolve them just because i'm like why do i need to evolve it you know yeah so i think if we were to compare stardust stardust i think that would be uh, a good way to switch it up just make sure you take that screenshot at 11 a.m and take the second one at 2 p.m so we'll get the correct timestamps, you know oh yeah or, or 10 59 and and uh 201 right so I'll, I'll give you 10 59 yeah yeah uh, unless you beat me by like 100 stardust i think that's fine <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to win one of these competitions finally. Okay, all right. Where you where are you headed to the the local local grind spot? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be either an hour north of here or an hour south of here. I haven't figured out exactly how it's gonna go down oh, yet. An hour? But, uh, it, it, just just to grind because that's like the best spot. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, I live in a small town now in uh, Mississippi. Uh, and man, there's just nothing out here. I have to either go to New Orleans or Hattiesburg to get anything done. Look, I'm just going to say, man, I got the local cheat code here. I'm going to Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> That's too easy. That is a cheat code. Spicy cheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
we will see i um i lost my go I, well so i have a go plus in texas still in the car that's uh, still not it's on its way here yet but i got another one and i lost it somewhere i don't even know where i lost it it was, it was so weird i went to a restaurant with a friend i had it when i left and this somehow between getting home like i just lost it somewhere i don't even know where mm-hmm. so i don't have a go plus and i order another one and it's supposed to arrive like yesterday it hasn't gotten mm-hmm. here yet so i might be I might just be hand catching everything, so I might be a little bit at a handicap here. But Ooh, but the hand catching is faster, right? Especially now that we have the remember last Pokeball used uh, set. True. That's actually. Oh, good point. Actually, yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I should. I should definitely take advantage oh, damn. of that. <laughs> I can't give you these hacks. Oh, no. You should take advantage of that. But um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was hoping to just hand catch and also have. The Go Plus going at the same time, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. You know what? Thank you. Thank you. I, that, that that did help me, you know, win some uh, of this competition, I think. I'm at, I'm at a lot of Ultra hack. Bowls. <laughs> last hack. You know, speaking of, so that's a nice little update for in-game stuff. Speaking of other updates, you know, there's a recent one where if you open gifts and you're already at full items, you get Stardust for it. Yeah, I think that's a really cool update as well because, you know, People talk about farming Stardust, finding every single way to get a bit of Stardust and opening a gift and getting, you know, 100 dust or like 200 dust. It's never a great feeling, but, you know, it's more than nothing. And then if your bag is already full, maybe you have a bunch of Pokeballs and you're ready to go. You can actually get a little bit over time. I think it's a cool feature. I mean, uh, again, like we talked about a few weeks ago, I feel like the candy economy and the XP economy have really been uh, revamped for level 50 but stardust is still behind so giving us new ways to get stardust is always a positive so here's the weird part i don't have that feature yet i think it's only pushed out to some players because i don't have it on my account which is weird and my game's fully yeah. up to date so yeah, let me i'm actually going to check mine because i just got the save last pokeball used uh yesterday and then yesterday for us is thursday the 11th yeah yeah so one of my friends was talking about it and they're like, maybe you just need to update your actual phone because I'm like the kind of person that doesn't update my actual like iPhone ever or oh, iOS no. platform. And it's been months. So I was like, will that really be tied to Pokemon Go's gift opening update? Like seems unlikely. But I didn't really yeah. realize. I was, I, yeah, my friend might just put the same stuff just to get me to update my phone. So I update my phone and still nothing. So <laughs> everything's completely <laughs> updated. At least I got new emojis now I can use, but... There you go. Now, for me, I don't have the Stardust. Uh, get Stardust if your you know gifts gift bag is already full or whatever. There. Yeah, that's is. weird. So it's only pushed out to some users. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Uh, I just drop some items and open more gifts if if need be, mm-hmm. or I just stop opening gifts. But, um, but yeah. So we'll see. All right. So we got our competition sets. I hope as you all listening, Obsidian Community Day went well for you. Uh, we will talk more about that when we get back from London. Uh, because again, we're recording this early. Um, speaking of events, though, there is a GoFest finale event too, and that's coming up this upcoming, the next, not this weekend, but next weekend, the twenty seventh of uh, August, and that's going to be a mm-hmm. big one too. Uh, I believe you do need a ticket, so if you haven't bought a GoFest ticket yet, uh, it's not too late to still buy one. But obviously, if you purchase a GoFest ticket uh, for any of the other, uh, I believe, GoFest events prior, then you should be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this one, uh, there's also a free experience as well. So you have a special research story, and uh, it's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time on 27th. 
and you have a chance to catch Shiny Muna, which is a new Shiny debut. And there's some apparel stuff as well and some stickers. Um, and then for those uh, that also... Um, I believe that for people that have the ticket events, there's some spawns uh, specifically occurring. And there'll be... It's unclear, actually, if this is for people with the ticket or not. Now, now that I'm reading the, the actual page. Um, but there'll mm -hmm. be... Uh, Ultra Incursion, Feromosa from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. There's Pikachu wearing a Shaman-inspired scarf, you know, mm -hmm. Scizor, Pinsir, a bunch of stuff, Sudowoodo, uh, almost everything could be shiny, a bunch of bugs, actually. Um, and then yep. there's the, the Ultra Incursion Buzzwool from 12 to 2 p.m. local time, and you got the fighting types. Buzzwool is also a bug type, but it's uh, also a fighting type, and you got Machop, Himonlees, Himonchan, stuff like that. Uh, you got Crandos, Axew, uh, all those good stuff. And then you got the Ultra Incursion Zerkatry. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I think I did okay. 2 p.m. Yeah, to 4 p.m. Zerkatry. And you got some uh, more electric and bugs as well. So you got some like the Buzz, Electric, Combi, Extra Dust, 750 Dust. So keep that in mind. Sandy Burmy. I don't hate Burmies, especially because they all add to the same XL candy and candies, but like, I wish they just do trash Burmy spawns. We keep I getting know. Sandy Burmies for some reason. I'm like, Sandy Burmy is so underwhelming. Yeah, um, it really is. I mean, <laughs> of the three, right? Trash is, is the best one for PvP. And yeah. then again, none of the Burmies have any raid relevance either. So it is a bit of a head scratcher. I exactly. think Sandy. Sandy was a bit rare before, right? Because you had to have like a like a desert terrain or an open field terrain, but something, or like as, a beach terrain, maybe or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I didn't but, see a lot of him myself. But trash was for cityscapes, right? Mm -hmm. Trash was cityscape. Uh, do you know the origins of trash? I don't actually. So you know, so I was I always laughed at first when I heard about. It. I was like, "There's a Burmy type called Trash type Burmy. What? Like that's so <laughs> weird. And like, why is it pink, right? And so essentially, the origins is you know those construction sites where they have like the insulation cotton, like the pink cotton, right? Yeah, of course. So apparently, it's a cityscape Burmy, and they collect like debris and stuff from construction such as like the pink insulation cotton so that's why it's a pink burmy i don't i need to fact check this this is what someone told me and I, it sounds really good but i don't know if it's like yeah, it probably is true but if we're wrong feel free to correct us or if i'm wrong right uh, but yeah. that's why that's why it's uh you know surprisingly the trash burmy is the least trash when it comes to pvp like it's actually the best <laughs> one so so i think yeah, I saw. I eventually stopped laughing about it uh, when I figured it out. But um, anyway, we have Ultra League incursion, uh, Ultra incursion Nihiligo from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. to round out the events, and we got a bunch of different stuff like a fairy, Chansey, Tentacle, um, Chikorita, and we got the Plant Burmy. So we do have the other Burmy, but still no Trash Burmy. Uh, we got Muna as well, and then Furlish and Scrub are some pretty nice ones too. Bunch of different raid stuff uh yeah there's the five star raids it will be ultra incursion Feromosa from 10 a.m to 12 p.m we got buzzroll from 12 p.m to 2 p.m there's gonna be a lot going on because you want to catch but you also want to do all these raids yeah uh, zirkatry from 2 p.m to 4 p.m and then uh from 4 p.m to 6 p.m you got all of them plus nihiligo if you're lucky you may encounter a shiny one. They're releasing the shiny forms of these already. That's crazy. Am I? Yeah. Am I reading that right? That's kind of wild. Yeah. 
I, I think you're right. And it's, it's, it's so nuts, right? Because we did uh, Seattle GoFest and we did uh, the other GoFest in Germany. Then we had Sapporo. And of course, some of them are very inaccessible for a lot of trainers, right? And people are wondering like, oh my God, Buzzwell is so good. When am I going to get mine? And it's just the end of the month. Right. It's not mm-hmm. a it's it's not a huge weight, but the shiny is getting released this early. This is definitely not uh, this is something that Trainer Club talks about a lot. There's like a cycle, right? You'll see a, a Pokemon get released in raids and then Niantic pulls it back and then you'll see it get released in raids again and then they pull it back and then they release it a third time in the shiny form and then they pull it back. And then a fourth time in the shiny form with an exclusive move. That's typically what the pattern is. So for these shinies to come out this early, that's honestly pretty shocking to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, man, this is only an eight-hour event too, but there's so much going on. So everything I just said there, I take it back. That is just for the free experience. So even if you don't have a ticket, you get all of that. The ticketed experience is a whole different thing. So now you'll be able to encounter shiny unknown N and unknown X. And it, uh, if you're lucky, yeah, I could be shiny. But um, that'll be the first time those are being released as shiny. You get up to nine free daily raid passes uh, if you spend the photo disc at the gym uh, for in-person raids. And then you can take up to five snapshots for a special surprise. Um, you get extra 5,000 XP and raid rewards when you raid in person. Incense activated during those events will last for two hours each. Three times XP for spinning photo discs at uh, Pokestops and gyms, one half hatch distance for eggs uh, whenever you uh, throw them in the incubator during the event hours. And then um, at 10 a.m. local time, uh, trainers that have caught Skyform Shaman will be able to ca- change its form to Landform Shaman and vice versa as well. Whoa. And then there will also be special research um, uh, for those different things. And uh, apparently, all ticket, all trainers, even without tickets, will be granted access to a short research um, at 10 a.m. for Feramosa, and then people uh, at 12 p.m. will be granted uh, a special research uh, for people just with the tickets. Um, Same thing with people uh, at 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. too. Unclear what these special researchers are, so Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but quite a lot of stuff. And then obviously incense, there's special incense things going on during the hours uh besides the unknowns there's glaring mr mime at 10 a.m uh, you got torco at 2 p.m from the incense you got clink at or sorry torco is 12 p.m and then clink at 2 p.m clink is a little underwhelming not gonna lie and then <laughs> niligo from 4 p.m to 6 p.m we got tropius that's a good one um and frillish yeah. as well too so um so yeah i mean honestly like it's a pretty it's a pretty good incentive to just buy the ticket if you can't um but <laughs> and i believe so the ticket is 10.99 if you want to purchase one for yourself um after an event ticket has been purchased you can gift tickets to others as well for discounted price of 4.99 Whoa, so okay. it's actually comes at discount if you're gifting tickets to friends which is i think a kind of cool concept um mm-hmm. you know niantic i think could have easily just done well if you want to give the ticket, it's still going to be ten ninety nine, but they instead cut the price to more than half, uh, or to less than half of the original price as a gift to ticket. So I like that. I like it. it's a it's a great way to encourage more people to um, play the events, a way to gift it to friends, and at a discounted price. 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's the first time they've done anything like that. I think some people I saw on Twitter thought it was a bug. They're like, wait, what? It's cheaper to get, <laughs> but more times to buy, but it, it was intentional. So that's really cool. Yeah, I think they're really leveraging Pokemon Go's network effect, which, uh, you know, we talked about this before when you when we send out a mass notif- notification to everyone, like the notification we got about the Worlds event. I think that this network effect is really underutilized, and I'm glad that they're finally starting to leverage it because like, like you like we've talked about before, uh, if there's one device that's ubiquitous in the current you know modern world, it's a mobile phone everyone's got a mobile phone anyone can play pokemon for the pokemon company international pokemon go is like the gateway game i mean anyone that wants to play pokemon they can either buy you know a console or they can buy a bunch of trading cards they can they can go those routes but pokemon go is the only pokemon game you can pick up for free put it on your phone and play every single day and still be up to date it's not like a retro game that you're playing it's not like you know backtracking this is common uh, to, you know, or it's, this is current and uh, it's very common for people to download it. I, w- I want to mention this, Caleb. I feel like we're getting three GoFest this year when you really think about it, because we had global GoFest, we had in person in those three cities, and now we're getting this and this 10 to six, this almost feels like a bonus GoFest. What do you think? Yeah, no, it really is. Um, I kind of wish it was longer, to be honest, given how great yeah. all the rewards are, all the raids and everything um but uh yeah it's 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 a good it's a nice little bonus to end off the go fest uh season too and end off the mm-hmm. event so I'll, i mean a lot happening in the next few weeks i would say um but yeah, yeah i think got- i think nice did well with this event I think so too. I've got a pro tip for everyone uh, who's listening. So we've got Obstagoon Community Day. Obviously, this is already passed. You're probably trading some Zigzagoons. Maybe you're trying to get a hundred percent IV, or maybe you're trying to, uh, you know, re-roll for something better. Whatever it might be, make sure to play on Tuesday, August twenty third during Spotlight Hour. Nidoran Male, excuse me, Nidoran Male is the Spotlight Pokemon, which is totally forgettable but it's two times transfer candy. And if you look at the calendar, the 23rd leading up to that Saturday, the 27th with all these insane spawns, you need bag space. So if you have extra Palkia, extra, uh, you know, Scizor that you've been catching from the mega Scizor raids, uh, extra, you know, Zigzagoons, whatever might be in your bag, make sure to transfer all of the extra fluff and just empty your bag so you can catch everything you want on this GoFest finale. Yeah, no, a really, really great point too. We'll be transferring in London at that point in time. But uh, mm-hmm. wait, exactly. is that correct? No, no, no. Oh, we'll, we'll, no we'll be back. We'll be. We'll, we'll be week after. So, yeah. um, hopefully, I don't oversleep because <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll be jet lag. Yeah, it'll be a week after. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, great, great tip too. Yeah, the double double transfer is always nice too. Uh, because I, I always plan out like so much backspace for these events, and then like somehow like halfway or towards the end of it i'm still full i'm like panicking like appraising things and transferring and like never a good time but you know we can only do so much if if we had unlimited backspace i would have just dumped like hundreds of dollars into it already <laughs> right <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. speaking of events though we have an event even sooner than the go fest finale and uh that is on top of worlds pokemon go is hosting in-game events during the pokemon world championships um i should first hear about this event through you speedy so you might know more about this than i do if you want to kind of go through it and share what dude, we have in store dude 
Absolutely. I'm super stoked about this. Uh, this also, right? All these awesome spawns that we're going to be getting, you can also transfer these for extra bonus candy on the 23rd before the GoFest uh, finale day. But uh, to start things off, the Pokemon Go 2022 Pokemon World Championships event is going on in the game. Obviously, this is the, dare I say, the premiere Pokemon Go PvP podcast. So if you're here, you're all about battling. This is an event for us, which is really, really exciting. Uh, first of all, the champion of the world's uh, event is going to get an exclusive in-game pose. Only two trainers can get that, one from the master's division and one from the seniors division. So we will be on the lookout for that. But for all of us, we can watch the streams, obviously. And then you can also get an, ex an exclusive t-shirt from spinning a stop at the event, which is really cool. And then there's a world's uh, participant tee as well, which will be, uh, there's a code that's going to be provided during the stream. So if you watch the stream, you get an in-game code, you can get an awesome blue t-shirt. It's going to be really, really cool. And it kind of symbolizes that you were a part of the world championships. There's also a world championships 2022 Pikachu. This thing is adorable. I mean, honestly, Caleb, whenever these costume Pikachus come out, I shy away from most of them. Like, uh, I don't really want Pikachu, you know, whatever hat. I don't really care. It's not good for PvP. can't evolve. But this World Championships Pikachu, I think I'm going to grind for the shiny because it's just so cool. It's got the very, you know, like a British uh, outfit here. It's got the tall hat. It's got a red <laughs> and blue jacket. It's got it all going on, right? It's fully decked out. It looks quite cozy. Um, I definitely will be going for as many. I mean, we'll be getting it. We'll be going for it in London too at World Championships. Like it doesn't get any better than that. So, yeah, we. I think. Right. Uh, I think myself, you, our other casters, Gabby and Butters, and maybe some other non-Pokemon Go casters as well, will all be hunting for these during that week. So that should be fun. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. I, I think we're we're all going to be restless trying to catch this. You know, putting up lures and trying to walk around London and just to have that that Pikachu. And have that mm -hmm. location caught, say London, England. It's going to be so freaking cool. No, um, I realized I didn't. I didn't give the dates for this. I'm so sorry, everybody. August 18th at 10 a.m. through August 23rd at 8 p.m. Those are both local times. And why that's important is because during this event, the number of sets you can play per day has been doubled from five to ten. So you can play 50 battles of the Go Battle League per day. I saw a lot of people in my Twitch chats recently. Maybe they're, you know, in the 2600s, 2700s, trying to push for legend. And they keep asking me, like, when's the next Go Battle Day? Is there another Go Battle Day this season? Well, essentially for a week, you can double your battles. So there's a lot of time to try to climb some ELO. And I think the cups that they're offering during that time are actually really good as well. And also three times Stardust bonus from Go Battle League win rewards. It's not set rewards, it's win rewards. But still, that's really cool. You might see some trainers, I don't know, winning one game and then losing a few more just so they can collect a bunch of Stardust and maybe you can get some free wins that way as well. There's a timed research during the event. You get a World Championships Pikachu encounter as well as an Elite Fast TM and Elite Charge TM. Like we talked about before, Caleb, I have way too many Elite Fast TMs, so I'm happy to get an Elite Charged here. What about you? Yeah, I mean, some really nice... I mean, I think they did this last time during the Mankey uh, Battle Day as well, too, as rewards. And um, yeah, getting both there is very nice. It sounds like you need to make a couple more Charizards, I feel like. You know, a Dragon Breath one, a Wing Attack one. A uh, good way to spend your Elite Fast TMs in that regard. Or maybe Lapras's. But yeah, you're right. I think uh, at least fast, Elite Fast TMs are definitely plentiful I, you know funny enough i have 18 elite fast tms and 17 elite charge tms so whoa okay yeah it's pretty even i guess 
I don't uh, know. Perfectly balanced as all things should be, right, Thanos? <laughs> you know, that's that's <laughs> me. Me and my balanced Bastion usage. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's the rewards are pretty nuts too. So really cool to see that. And you know, see, see like like you said, five to ten sets per day is amazing. And it's also during Worlds. So like if you're mm-hmm. maybe just watching Worlds and you could just play your sets at the same time, Worlds is going to take many, many hours every day. So it, whether you're watching it live or you're in a different part of the world where you can't watch it live, you have a busy schedule, you can watch the VOD afterward. Um, you know, it's might as well do some battles while you're watching battles going on. It, it could be it could be pretty cool. Or you could be like some people where they take it very seriously and have their eyes glued to screen the whole time. That's fine too. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna be good. Yeah, either way you want to enjoy it. There's also a ton of wild encounters going on. Uh, there's a lot here, so I'll just kind of list off the most important ones. I think Nidoran female coming back into the wild is always good. Uh, Sableye will be spawning in the wild. Metatite as well. That's a Pokemon you really need those XLs for, and you can max it to level 50, so it's at its full potential, of course. Uh, Dupiter, or Dupiter, however you pronounce it, is going to come back as well, which is a very rare spawn. We've seen a couple of them during the bug out event, but I mm-hmm. think any any extra Dupiter is really good because Arachnid's yeah really cool but the big ones though are wild scraggy and wild galarian stunfisk these are two pokemon that are notoriously hard to get especially the right ivs if you want to run it in great league at an optimized iv set or if you want to run it in ultra league it's i still don't have a hundo galarian stunfisk so i will be going after that and then scraggy in the ultra league is also very very powerful so those are i think very you know worthy worthy targets if you're trying to go out there and grind in terms of raids, we've got Timber in one stars as well as Scraggy. You can also get some World Championship Pikachus. That might be the the single one star raid that I won't, you know, cringe at. I think that's uh that's pretty cool, <laughs> you know, if you just want to get some Pikachus. Three star raids, we've got Lickitung and Skarmory. And then in the five star raids, we have Zacian and Zamazenta. And I really love this promo poster they use, Caleb, because Z- Zacian and Zamazenta. Zashin in particular is very good in the main series games. It's very good in VGC as well. And to see it kind of make its way into Pokemon Go and kind of overlap with the world championships, even though we're battling in the Great League, this is a Pokemon that is a probably the banner for competitive Pokemon games, right? I mean, you're not wrong, but you know, a lot of people hating on that Zamazenta too, and I, I do love that other dog as well. <laughs> so, but you're you're right. Zashin's um like what do you call it? typing it's just incredible with the fairy typing and i believe when it has this next form it's fairy steel which makes the typing even oh. better kind of wild hard hard to imagine that but uh so yeah so it's going to be really strong i i can't remember what zamazenta's turns into it's fighting something maybe it's fighting yeah. dark or something or fighting steel i don't know um but anyway so it it does it does transform as well um and yeah zashin super super strong zamazenta you could definitely make work it's ranked actually pretty high on pv poke um in in various <laughs> rankings but um it's got some play i made it use i made it work quite well in master league but at the same time i was also pairing with the zashin and most things for zashin are pretty <laughs> good too so um but it's a it's a fun pokemon with hard hitting uh stab close combat 
Yeah, it's a good way to shake things up. And I've seen some people, maybe it was you, Caleb, actually running, uh, you called it like double dog, right? You had mm-hmm. Zashian and Zamazenta on the same team in Master League. That could be a lot of fun. And Zashian, as we've seen, is just so freaking overpowered in Master League. So if you want to play Open Master uh, next season, GBL season 12, I think this is one of the top raid targets that we've had in probably the past six months or so. In terms of uh, field research tasks, you can get a lot of the same things we've seen before. You can get some more Galarian Zigzagoons if you're behind on that. Maybe some Beldums, uh, Galarian Stunfisk. One that I'm actually going to go for pretty hard, Caleb, is the Chikorita. And the reason is because Shadow Chikorita was added to the game, but we haven't seen Chikorita in the wild ever since. And I have a very good IV Shadow Meganium for Ultra League, but I'm oh, way behind the XLs. That's probably very expensive. Yeah, it's two, I need 288. I think I'm at like 150. So I've got 133 to go roughly, uh, or 138 to go. Uh, as well as on top of those encounters, this is the end of it. We've got featured attacks. You can teach your Rhyperior Rock Wrecker when you evolve from right on. You can give Gengar Shadow Punch, which if you want to play Gengar in the, in the Master League Premier Classic or Ultra League, you need Shadow Punch. Gyarados with Aqua Tail is very solid, and Metagross with Meteor Mash. And finally, Talonflame with Incinerate which is pretty sick. If you missed that, that Fletchling community day and you watched, especially the Vancouver regionals, Talonflame was everywhere. Very, very powerful. It probably will appear at Worlds. And there's a few uh, featured avatar items as well. Uh, sorry, I know this went on for quite a while, but there's there's so much going on during this event. Oh, no, you're totally right. I mean, there's there's a lot going on, but it's, it's a really good thing too. Um, it's a big event, especially all those exclusive community moves too. For those that are getting into PP or might have missed out on some of those community days and don't have the elite TMs, now you're getting elite TMs. So on top of that, you get the opportunity to evolve all these really meta relevant Pokemon. Right, period, probably the least relevant one for PvP, but you can still have some usage for that uh, once in a while. In Master League, outside of that, the other leagues not so much. But Talonflame, Staple in Great League, Ultra League, Metagross, Staple in Master League. Gyarados, Staple in Ultra League, Master League, sometimes Great League even. And you got the Gengar as well. Very strong in uh, Great League um, and Ultra League too. So yeah, and, and Master League if you have the Mega version. Um, so there's there's that. I mean, there's Mega Metagross down the road, hopefully. And you got Mega Gyarados as well. Probably the strongest Pokemon all of Open Master League if you allow Mega. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really cool stuff and really happy to see all these things. Um, like you said, the Scrafty and Galarian Stumpfist as uh, appearing in the wild are really, really nice as well because both really strong and Great League and Ultra League and both require XL candies for Ultra League. So always mm-hmm. can use more of those. Hopefully you get your hundo. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. You get fingers maybe, crossed. Maybe get your shundo. That would be, that would be huge. Now we're yeah. talking. Yeah, I believe the Glaring stuff is, is in research, one of the research tasks as well. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So right. higher chances of good IVs in those and you got a shiny on top of that. That's that's your Shundo for Ultra League. So we yeah, shall, we and shall see. I think the whole premise behind this event is to help trainers who maybe watch the world championships or maybe they watch the regionals that we've been in over the past few weeks, few couple of months, actually four months, right? Maybe they've watched these and they say, oh, I want to compete, but I just don't have a Needle Queen or I just don't have a Glaring Sunfist with good IVs. This is like 
a PvP boot camp event. You know, you just play out mm-hmm. these these uh, few days. You catch a bunch of stuff. You can do some mirror swaps as well. Save your Pokemon until the 23rd and then do all your transfers then for the ones you don't want to keep. And suddenly you've got a ton of candy for all these Pokemon and your PvP roster just took a huge increase, which is really cool. Yep, for sure. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast already have all these things, but you never know. Let your friends know. Let your locals know. Uh, get them playing as well. Get them going into PP. Maybe bring them along and have a watch party for the events. Uh, but yeah, it should be it should be a good one. So uh, yeah, like I said, by the time you hear this, the event will probably be starting shortly <laughs> after this mm-hmm. podcast drops. So be sure to play it. Um, that being said, uh, we do have Ultra League and Summer Cup at the moment, GBL. Um, how's the climb going for you? Dude, it's been great. Uh, I honestly really enjoy Summer Cup. And I think the reason it's so good is because essentially you took the open Great League, but you removed uh, Needle Queen. You took out uh, the Steels, like Reggie Steel. There's no Bastidon. I'm sorry, Caleb. There's no <laughs> Galarian. There's no Galarian Stunfisk. And when you take out a lot of these ground type Pokemon, uh, you know, with the exception of Swampert, which is still viable, you really let the electric type Pokemon free. And I think we've seen Pachirisu be very formidable. I know Thotetical was running Shadow Zapdos to mixed results. Uh, you've seen Electrode, all kinds of really fun stuff. And I actually built uh, one of my own teams that I'm doing pretty pretty well with. And I love the variety I'm seeing as well. I mean, you can you can queue up and maybe the most common Pokemon right now is Vigoroth, but you can see a Jellicent, you can see Cradilly, you can see a Walrein, you know, which is pretty common. You can see Shadow Lapras, you can see Blaziken, two of those Pokemon that I'm running. You see them all over the place. I think it's actually really diverse and a really fresh meta. What do you think? Dude, it is the weirdest meta I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, there <laughs> is, I like, every time I queue up into people, they're like, at least like maybe every few battles, every three or four battles, I'm like, this is eligible in this cup? Like, I, I was like, where did this Tapu Fini come from? You know, I, I like, <laughs> completely random. I One of the weirdest matchups I saw was a Lolan Golem lead, Crustle mm. Safe Swap, and a Macargo in the back. I'm like, Triple Rock? triple rock was crazy i was like what am i looking at right now you just lose all the fighters you lose the like swampers it's one of the weirdest team comps ever but it beat me because i had a town flame that had nowhere to go and i had a vigoroth too but vigoroth going do so much by itself and my third my third was a kingdra but um it was a close one but they i was just like i I don't even know what to say but but like you said I, i honestly it's one of the most fun metas in my opinion because of that because literally like almost anything can work like i see the weirdest stuff and so many things have played like you see patrice as ranked number one on pu poke for the rankings and even then like it's not like every well one patrice is hard to acquire but two just having patrice doesn't make it easy to run because there's still those diggersby and swampers and mm-hmm. the trevenants you know and a lot of things that just resist the uh, monotyping and mono moves of the Pachirisu, but it's it's wild. You see everything. I mean, I saw a Chansey the other day as well. Like, yeah, it's it's a weird time, but it is a fun meta. I like it. Um, you know, I think there's a few Pokemon that are a little less accessible, like Buzzwolf for Great League and Pachirisu. But even if you don't have those Pokemon, you can still do quite well. Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it House Stark that made a a Buzzwolf level fifty like a tongue and Tapu Fini team? Dude, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe 
I mean, if anyone's going to employ those cheat codes, it's probably House Stark. So I won't, probably. I won't even judge. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's that's a very strong sounding team, and I can see how it'd be really really good. Um, I I have a bustle I can make for Great League um, because uh, and you do as well, right? Because we both want to go faster Seattle. I personally am yeah. just trying not to use it as much, just because one like if I make a video with Buzzwell, like everyone's gonna be like, dude, like none of us can use this team besides like one percent of us. So mm-hmm. I, I want to make a more accessible team, which is why my team's kind of basic. It's just Vig, Vigroth, Kingdra, and Townflame, but uh, still having a lot of fun though. It's a good meta, I think. But still, when's the last time you were able to play Kingdra in Great League and not have it be like a fringe spice pick that loses 80% of its matches? Uh, Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it's ranked in the hundreds, but like it still feels really good. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I ran a Kingdra, to be honest, like in Great League at all. So yeah, that's a really good point. So yeah, a lot of a lot of play. Well done, Niantic. That was this was this was a meta that I didn't think would be that good, but it's mm-hmm. I think most people are very pleasantly surprised, which is a good thing. I haven't touched Ultra League, but Ultra League is Ultra League. Dude. So um Yeah, same here. I I've kind of steered clear of Ultra League. I'm not exactly sure what the new meta updates are. So uh if you're listening to this and uh you see the post on Twitter that Caleb makes when this episode goes live, comment below some good ultra teams. Maybe we can play some Ultra League as well, Caleb. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but we'll see. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, actually, it's already about to be the next rotation, or it already has, if you didn't hear, right on release. And this next one, I don't know. It's the Fighting Cup one, right? And yeah, yeah Fighting Cup, that one, I'm a little <laughs> less optimistic about it. But we do have Open Great League, so you know, dive into that. Obviously, by the time you hear this, uh, myself and Speedy have not, played any fighting cup yet because it has not been released but just looking at the preliminary rankings it does look a little bit inaccessible yeah there's there's a few pokemon there right you've got sneezler buzzwool uh those pokemon are again like you said just a second ago very hard to come across unless you go to certain events and seeing them perform really well is tough as well as hakamo i mean dude i've only hatched one of the uh <laughs> jingmos yeah <laughs> same it's just uh, i i don't even have a como yet i've have, i caught like maybe two in total and mm. hatched one and that's it so it's yeah i mean it is what it is not every cup can be amazing and who knows maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised and everyone's going to be loving throw as well in this cup but i i, I probably just stick to great league for this one right um, I, I gotta say if you don't have a dragon on the other side combuskin with peck and flame charge that's your hack right there <laughs> oh you know if someone makes peck work congrats congrats (laughs) this will probably be the cup for that uh but yeah we'll see how that goes um a few little unite news Uh, i believe the last time we talked about it buzzwell was on its way to being released and it has been released in pokemon unite and it's a lot of fun to play it feels like you're playing just like wwe sometimes when you're running it uh, some of my teammates don't think it's that great and maybe it's not like completely broken which is not a bad thing because mm-hmm. uh, you know sometimes Pokemon Unite does release Pokemon that are just too strong right off a of release and they have to balance it a few weeks later so everyone plays it a ton and then no one plays it once they balance it so uh, Buzzworld seems it's it's fun it's it's a lot of fun um, yeah I, Dude, I was the character can... design is just amazing <laughs> I think it's one of the coolest character designs I've ever seen but yeah go ahead it... It's so good. Uh, yeah, the character design, speaking to that, uh, there was actually a part of the GoFest finale event that we didn't talk about. It's a, it's a Buzzwell shirt 
And if you remember the cliff outfit that made you look really buff, obviously this buzzwell thing takes it to another level, right? But when you uh, when you watch it in Unite, I was actually uh, watching one of your streams the other night, and uh, man, it looks like so much fun because you just you lunge in and you just grab someone and just slam them on the other side, and you can just toss them into whatever ally attack is coming in. You can just really position your enemies or put them out of position pretty easily, right? Yeah, it's just so disruptive. Like it's it's just like mm-hmm. like this WWE wrestler running towards you in the middle of a fight and just like throwing you around and you're just like can't do anything <laughs> sometimes. So it's uh you know, it is it is it is a lot of fun to play. Um but uh in recent news, it actually is banned for uh worlds in London. Oh, wow. uh, there's some there's some glitch with it. I actually don't know what the glitch is and I don't think they want to publicize it too much because then people might exploit it. I personally haven't noticed anything when I use it, um, but that along with Glaceon, which is also the release, the the new Pokemon released right before Buzzwell, is also banned. The Glaceon glitch is there's there's some weird like damage interaction with objectives too. So uh, mm-hmm. that one, those two are both banned, unfortunately, for Worlds. Um, but you know that's for the best. So it, it would it would suck to lose to a team that's you know not maybe even intentionally bug abusing, but uh, taking advantage of a bug. Um, in the game or everyone had to run it which was just not be fun um mm-hmm. so yeah and then there's potential leaks you mentioned yeah there are some leaks so obviously we can't confirm this we don't mm-hmm. endorse this and i just uh, i don't even remember where i saw this on twitter i just saw a picture i heard rumors of dodrio mew and scissor coming to unite soon and one of them is a sweetster i believe mew is an attacker I mean, these seem like relatively glassy Pokemon. Do you think that's healthy for the Unite meta to kind of toss in some high-powered attackers? Yeah, I think it could be. I mean, Dodrio seems like a Pokemon, at least in Pokemon Go, and maybe even in the main series game, kind of underwhelming. But it's cool that they can make it relevant for Unite. Obviously, any character they add into Unite could be relevant in some way, shape, or form. So... Uh, that would be cool to see because I don't think any... I shouldn't say this. I was about to say I don't think anyone's favorite Pokemon is Dodrio, but I feel like every single Pokemon in the world, like, there's some, it's someone's favorite. You know, there's someone loves Dodrio or someone loves Doduo or someone loves that... Uh, I don't know. I was going to say Dunsparce. I feel like a lot of people like Dunsparce. Maybe, like, I, I don't even know. Pansy, well, right? But there's yeah. I feel like every single, there's always someone out there that's like, no, wait, no, that's my favorite Pokemon. So... For the for the for the two Dodrio fans in the world, this one's for you. If you remember uh, during uh, Shiny Hunter Ben's proposal, the Duduo nest over there at that park in Seattle, Duduo is his favorite. I don't know how he feels about Dodrio. Oh, true, but... you're right. Yes, our friend Shiny Hunter Ben. Why is yeah. Dodrio his favorite Pokemon? I don't know, but I caught a shiny one time and I posted it in a Florida chat, and he said that he wanted to ban me. So he's oh, he's pretty sensitive wow. about that. Well, that's what, yeah, I was just thinking back on that. That's that's incredible that the the one place he proposed was on a Doduo nest too, completely unplanned as well, which is- So nuts. That's 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 actually pretty, pretty wild. Uh, well, anyway, I guess it's going to solidify as his favorite Pokemon for a long time then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a Unite news. So we'll see kind of how that uh, shapes up, but- I do like it. The more the more Pokemon we have released, uh, the more options we'll have. And uh, like I said, I do look forward to our potential draft showdown after after we get back from London. So rally up your troops, Speedy, because uh, we're, we're definitely going to 
face off in that one. And dude, I can't wait. I, I low key forgot about it, but now remembering I'm pretty, pretty hyped for that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you usually play the jungler or what do you, I know I've seen you play like Charizard quite a bit. Yeah. So typically I, I play top lane because Mm -hmm. I, especially when I play with randoms, I really don't trust them to rotate down. So I try to top lane. And again, I try to, you know, balance things out being um, a physical attacker or a range attacker, and then kind of look at the rest of the team composition. But to be fair, it's been a while since I played. I think I put the game down after I hit masters last season and Mm -hmm. I just haven't really picked it back up. So I'm a bit rusty. I got to shake off that rust if I'm going to battle team ping. Okay. All right. We we it's not called Team Ping, unfortunately, <laughs> know. but it's called uh, the Scrubs. So <laughs> maybe uh, it's a good precursor for what what will what will be. So, um, cool, awesome. And we got a short T segment here, but this is something I notice a lot on uh, Twitter mostly is when people are complaining about different you know, issues in Pokemon Go PvP, some lag or some glitch or mm-hmm. some bugs and stuff like that. And they're like, you know, and there's some, I don't know if it's the best way to phrase it, but repeat offenders or repeat sure. uh, vocal players that share this stuff. And there's nothing wrong with providing feedback. Let me, let me just say that. I'm not trying to shame anyone that. But a lot of times people ask like, all right, did you, um, did you report the logs? Did you upload your game data, right? Because now we have the option to upload your game game logs after you do a battle and i believe to my understanding it's the game log reflects the most recent battle you did so if you ran into a glitch in your battle go and upload it right away if you do another battle or do a rocket grunt or something like that it's going to just override the previous battle data with the new one because i don't want like if you do like a, a set like 20 battles a day and you upload at the end of it they don't want to see 20 battles they want to see the most recent one that had an issue right mm-hmm. so this is just a psa in my opinion if you're going to sit there and complain and provide all this feedback i shouldn't say complain if you're going to sit there and criticize and provide all this feedback you got to upload the, the logs so niantic <laughs> employees can see it because a lot of times we'll be like did you upload the logs and they're like no and but well then what like yeah like yeah niantic's present on twitter but they can't see what's going on in the game data by just looking yep. at your screen recording a lot of times, right? They need to see what's messing up in the code. So it's mm-hmm. not to this is not to like, you know, belittle anyone or yell anyone, but it's just a friendly little PSA reminder. If you're gonna spend all the effort drawing these writing up these Twitter posts and uploading and screen recording all the stuff, just press the upload game data right after yeah. the game vlog. And then we will hold like nine take points are definitely looking at that, you know, what whether you believe it or not, like Mm-hmm. I'm almost a hundred percent sure that they are. Give them the yeah. data, and then they help us fix the game uh, and fix all the bugs. Yeah, and here's the thing, right? So whenever you send in a support ticket to Niantic, maybe you you know you try to catch a raid boss with the raid glitches, and they respond and they give you you know your raid pass back or whatever it might be. That's like a direct response, and I feel like we haven't gotten many direct responses from these battle logs. But like Caleb just said. They are actively seeing them. And when you send in a battle log, it essentially means that you're telling the developers like, hey, this is the actual sequence of events that led to this uh, this bug, the, you know, this problem in the game. Please take a look. And that log goes directly to them and they're able to see it. And they might not respond to you. you know, they might not say like publicly, you know, oh, sorry for your trouble trainer. Here's a raid pass. They might not do that directly, but it doesn't do any good to just 
post a video and say, you know, I don't know what time this was. I don't know who I was battling, but here's a bug and I'm just going to complain. Right. Like we all mm-hmm. want the game to get better. But uh, again, a lot of people have, you know, probably a short term memory, but over time we've heard announcements like the combat refractor was added. That's what this is. They're actually tracking the games. And like Caleb said, you can only store one log at a time. So if you complete a battle, there was a glitch, you get really mad, you know, send that log, you know, so give them the evidence so that they can see what it looks like because they only take a look at those logs that you send. So again, if you don't report it, nothing can happen. Caleb, have you ever like sat down with a significant other, you know, at the time and you say, um, you know, what do you want to eat? And they say, I don't know. You say, well, you're hungry. And they say, yeah, I'm hungry. You say, well, what would you like? They're like, uh, I'm not sure. Right. When you have a lack of information, right? Was there a bug? Yeah. What was the bug like? I don't know. It glitched. Okay. That's not helpful. Right. (laughs) But if we can get like, you know, kind of narrow things down, right. Send in a log, you know, look at the menu, say not a cheeseburger, not pizza, something else. You know, if we can start to narrow these things down, it really helps. I mean, communication is key, right, Caleb? Yeah. I mean, I take a step further too. Sometimes it's just suggest something because they're like, I'm open to anything. And then they're like, mm-hmm. no, I don't really want to do that. I'm like, well, then you got to tell me something because you like the worst part is when they're like, yeah, I'm flexible. I can do whatever. And I suggest like three things and they shoot them all down. <laughs> just like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like the, uh, the devs might, the devs might see your post and they might say, okay, you know, who were you battling? I don't know. What time of day was this? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, can you, you know, explain the bug outside of this visual? Like, did you do anything in the game beforehand? Uh, I don't know. That's not helpful. It doesn't help anybody. So I know it seems innocuous, right? It seems silly. And and we're not trying to, you know, uh, cozy up here tonight. It's like, we're just saying, seriously, if you have a problem in the game, you can post it on Twitter and make everybody mad. Or you can send the log, try to get some help with it, try to get it fixed so that everyone else can have a better experience. That's all. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, you know, unless you're just trying to farm likes and retweets on Twitter, like what what is the real goal, right? If the real goal is to provide Niantic with feedback and help improve the game that you love to play and battle all the time, then just upload the logs. You can still upload the footage onto Twitter. Like I think it's fine to bring awareness a lot of times, right? Especially if it's sure. a bug that uh, is preventable if you do X, Y, and Z. But uh, yeah, like you always got to do it. I think I posted something on uh, Twitter earlier this week. It was the... It was a bug where you just bring in three random Pokemon that you didn't choose yes. and you can't select anything. And like, yeah, I thought it was funny content. It was it was actually a really close battle, all things considered, because I had a shiny 1419 Audino in the battle <laughs> with Pound and Dazzling Gleam. Surprisingly, uh-huh. made to Dazzling Gleam. But, um, but, you know, behind the scenes, I was like, all right, well, I screen recorded it. Uh, I don't know if any 19 employees wants this, but I'm definitely going to upload the, vlo- uh, the logs, you know, right after that to yeah. make sure that they have it. So... You know, I mean, you can still post stuff on Twitter and sometimes some of the bugs are kind of funny and interesting to watch. But uh, regardless, give them the feedback if you want them to fix it or if you want more Twitter content, don't send any feedback. I don't know. But yeah, exactly. I mean, and for some people, it's content, right? Mm -hmm. Some streamers, uh, honestly, I feel like some streamers look for it. And they maybe they have their phone on airplane mode, battery saver on, you know, the secondary Wi-Fi. And maybe, you know, they haven't restarted their app in three sets and they're just, you know, talking to chat and their phone's overheating because it's also charging. They're doing all this nonsense. Right. And then a glitch happens and they just know that that's going to be a clippable moment where they can just get a thousand, you know, likes and a bunch of views and stuff. And that's all fun. You know, it's fun for everybody. But at the same time, again, 
if you want if you want things to actually get fixed, if you actually want to sit down for dinner and eat some food you actually like, you have to you have to give some input. Come on. Yep. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, that's our little tea for you all this week. Not too much tea, more of a PSA. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, let's uh let's we could close this out with a, a little contest you have in mind, Speedy. Yeah. So I would really, really love to hold an open contest. Uh, Worlds is going to be incredible. Obviously, there are three days of streams, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's a lot of footage. It's going to be starting a little bit later on because it will be, I guess, morning time in the UK. And that'll be uh, you know six hours ahead of Eastern Time USA. So nine hours ahead of you, Caleb. My God, that jet lag is going to be brutal. But- <laughs> That being said, uh, let's hold a contest if you're if you're interested in this. I think that we should call for stream clips. Whoever takes the best clip of the stream, whoever has the most hype moment, maybe it's the championship, maybe it's just a really good cast by Caleb. I've been re-watching the, the VODs and he's got a lot of those good moments. If you clip some awesome moments like that, let's go ahead and hold a contest. Uh, if you tag us on Twitter, the best clip that we find, we will add you as a friend on our list. Caleb, what do you say? I think so. Yeah. But uh, we both. So uh, for clarification, are we both picking like the same clip or we both pick our favorite clip? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, are we are we, both, um, are we each picking a separate clip or are we both agreeing upon the same clip? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I feel like we should each pick our own. OK, we'll each pick our maybe we each pick our own and we add the person that uh, we, we that came up with the best clip. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can yes, build a build to best points. friendship. Maybe we can build a best friendship and then kind of go from there. Because I know, you know especially you and your patrons, you have a lot of uh, a lot of friend obligations. So we can work through it. Yeah, right. sounds good. Um cool. I like that. I like that contest idea. Um where's the best place for people to submit their their top clips? Yeah, I think on Twitter would be the best place. I okay. think if you just post it on Twitter and tag at chief number two speediest or at Kayla ping. I think mm-hmm. that could be a good way to do it. Okay. Sounds good. Let's, let's do it. We'll see. And, uh, if no one actually ends up, uh, submitting close, well, I'll just be sure to hit up my friends and have them submit. Some. So, <laughs> it sounds like we have a lot of people participating, but that'll be good. Anyway, looking forward to, uh, the world's event in London coming up in the upcoming few days. Uh, wish you all the best, um, as you're trying to find that shiny, uh, world's championship pikachu outfits uh and yeah we have some exciting times for us so i'll see you in a few days speedy across the pond and maybe we'll see some of you all in person at the event if you're participating or you're local to london yeah if you're at london if you're uh, at the convention center don't hesitate to come up and say hi i know we have limited time because we're typically backstage but if you see caleb or myself i'd love to talk with you and uh thank you so much for listening to the battle cats dude i'm so excited london's gonna be freaking insane and i don't think we even know the half of it yeah no i i totally agree very excited um not excited for jet lag but excited for everything else and meeting a bunch (laughs) of cool people as well to some that we've never even met and crowning our first ever world's champion for both the masters and the seniors division for Pokemon go. It's, uh, I don't know. It's only up from here. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see y'all there. If not, you'll see us maybe on uh, Twitch at home. Uh, but hope for the best.
Yeah, absolutely. Everyone have a, a great rest of your week and uh, can't wait to beat you in this obscure contest, Caleb. <laughs> uh, you know, everyone needs a victory eventually, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right. Have a good one, everyone.